Before AI can help your business predict demand, accelerate growth, inform decisions, automate tasks, reveal insights, generate content, you have to trust it. Introducing WatsonX Governance. Helping you govern any AI as data, models, and policies change so you can scale it responsibly. Let's create AI that begins with trust with WatsonX Governance. Learn more at ibm.com slash governance. IBM. Let's create. What's up? This is your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. This Father's Day, the Home Depot has the perfect gift to help dad be everything he can be. Because your dad is more than just a dad. He's the groundskeeper of the yard, the perfecter of the patio, and the cleaner of the clippings. This Father's Day, power dad's doing with the convenience and gas-like power of Milwaukee cordless outdoor tools from the Home Depot. Plus, get up to $150 off select Milwaukee tools. Find the perfect Father's Day gift at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Shop for Father's Day now in stores or online at homedepot.com. Hello, friend. It's Dan Mason. If you love this week's podcast, in fact, if you love any of the Life Amplified content, you're going to love the special online masterclass that I'm doing Monday night, March 4th. I'm going to teach you how to create an amplified career, get clear on your life's calling, and turn it into your paycheck. This is not some pre-recorded webinar where you don't get to interact with me. I will be there live, one-on-one. I'll be answering your questions, coaching you in real time. So this is going to be an amazing event. I'd love to see you there. A complimentary online masterclass. You can register right now by going to the show notes, clicking the link and signing up. And I will see you Monday night, March 4th to help you create your amplified career. And now episode 57, 10 signs to know it's time to quit your soul sucking job. My name is Dan Mason. In 2012, I was overweight, getting divorced, battling depression, and feeling trapped in a career where I was successful, but bored and unfulfilled. And it's actually the greatest gift I've ever been given. I used my pain as a springboard to discover my life's purpose. Now, I want to share the same tools and strategies which help transform my life with you. So you can live Life Amplified. I want to start with two quotes this week. The first one is from Steve Jobs, who says, Your work is going to fill a large part of your life. And the only way to be truly satisfied is to do what you believe is great work. And the only way to do great work is to love what you do. If you haven't found it yet, keep looking. Don't settle. As with all matters of the heart, you'll know when you find it. And that leads me to the other quote I wanted to share. This one from Ellen Goodman. She says, there's a trick to the graceful exit. It begins with the vision to recognize when a job, a life stage, a relationship is over 
and to let go. It means leaving what's over without denying its value. And we spend a lot of time on this podcast talking about the cliche of the soul-sucking, mind-numbing 9-to-5 job, but there's some of you out there who might not totally resonate with that because you're in a career that at one point really met your needs at a high level. You were excited about the work you do, but something has happened over the years, and now you just don't feel that passion. And if that's you, I see you, I hear you, and I feel you. You know, when I talk about my old corporate media career, look, for the first 12 years or so, it was awesome work. I was excited. I was energized. I felt creative about what I did. It was no problem for me to stay in the office and work till 7.30 or 8 at night early on in my career just because I felt truly connected to the mission that we had. I felt like in some little way, even if it was silly entertainment, that our radio stations made a difference in people's lives. And as Time went on and the landscape of the media industry started to change and every radio station pretty much got bought by about the same four companies. All of a sudden, it didn't really feel unique to me anymore. And a lot of the orders came from top down. I felt like a widget. I felt like a short order cook. And on top of the fact that the industry changed and I wasn't really creatively fulfilled, I had changed. I was growing up. I got older. I matured. I wanted different things. And I wanted to do something that felt a little bit more important. I wanted to use my voice in a way that was going to inspire people and help make a difference. And it was sort of that confluence of events where, yeah, the industry I was in shifted, but I had shifted. And then I sort of got motion sickness from all the change going on. I'm like, wait, hold on a second. And I didn't really know what my next step was. Was I just overworked and burned out? Is it possible that if I had changed scenery or went to a different company, I would like it better and I would keep changing companies and nothing really happened? So This is an important conversation for us to have is how can you really distinguish between when you just need a vacation and when it is time to walk away from a soul-sucking job? I'm going to give you my top 10 tips this week. Thank you so much for being here. Let's begin with a couple of statistics. According to Ad Taxi, 52% of U.S. workers plan to look for a new job in 2019. But here's what's interesting. Of those who'll take part in the job hunt, 54% of those people landed their current job less than a year ago. And that just reinforces that pattern that I see all the time of people job hopping. If you go back and listen to the last couple of episodes with Corinne Quester and Eric Solbakken, they did the same thing. You know, there's that mentality of life will get better when blank. When I get the more important job title, when I get this other career, when I make more money, and we're searching and searching and searching, but the thing is, is we're waiting to land on a job that's going to give us a sense of purpose when it's the complete opposite. It's our job to really identify what our calling is and then go find a job or create one that aligns with it. So this is why we've got so many people who are just constantly in motion, but they're never finding what it is that they look for. And then when you look at this stat from Gallup, they tell us that only 7% of the world's 3.3 billion adults who are working or looking for work say they have a great job. That's not just the United States. That is 7% globally 
can tell you today that they have a great job. So what's going on with these other 93% and how do we become one of the 7%. Where I'd like to start today is to talk a little bit about the three types of employees that exist right now in the workforce. And I want you to pay attention to see which one resonates most for you. I lovingly call this the three uns of the workforce. First, we'll start out with the uninspired. We talk about this a lot. So many of you who engage with the podcast, you can relate on some level. I see your emails and your comments on social media. These are the people that wake up hitting snooze five times each morning, dreading the day ahead. These are the people who aren't doing work that they love or really getting paid what their value is for all the time that they're putting in. They're typically at the mercy of everyone else's vision for their life. They get up each morning, they dive straight into email. They are company people. They are putting out work fires before they even take time to check in for how do they want to feel today? You know, they've completely put themselves on the back burner forever. And sometimes these people are working, you know, 50, 55, 60 hours a week at a job where they're not even getting paid for that level of work. They're getting paid for 40, but they just keep giving and giving and giving. And it leaves them with no energy when they come home to even commit basic acts of self-care or do the research or do the work to find what their next career would be. One of my very earliest clients that I ever had, she was so sucked in at work, we couldn't even get through our coaching calls on a Sunday evening without her having to pick up the phone to take emergency work calls. You know, she couldn't even set aside an hour for herself to commit to the coaching process. And at that point, she had kind of given up on life. I mean, when I tell you that literally she was only showering maybe twice a week, there was just no time. She didn't have the energy to even get up and commit basic acts of hygiene. Now, that client, by the end of our time together, completely turned it around. She left that job. She's got a career right now where she's working in the beauty industry, and she loves what she does. She's very fulfilled by it. So you don't have to be in the uninspired forever. But if you are, there is an immediate red flashing light that you and I need to have a conversation. It doesn't mean that you need to go in and quit your job and poop on your boss's desk on the way out, but there's a conversation that needs to be had. Now, the second un of the workforce, we talked about the uninspired, but let's talk about the unfulfilled. So these are people that typically have successful positions in companies. If you heard their title over cocktails at happy hour, you'd be really impressed with them. They're crushing it. They wear the nice clothes. They drive the nice car. In many instances, they have the nice expense account. But despite all the perks and the 401k and the vacation time, they're super successful, but they feel empty. You know, these are the people that are constantly chasing the next carrot. They believe that life will get better at the next job, at the next company, when they become CEO of Apple, but they never feel the satisfaction in the present. And there's a lot of stress on them because there's just this sense of, I've always got to be hustling to get the next promotion, the next pay raise. But then as soon as they get it, they find themselves back at square one eventually in search of the next big thing. And here's what's interesting about the people who are unfulfilled because I identify with that group a lot. You know, that was my last 
five years or so in corporate America. In fact, really, between 2012 and 2014, I took three different jobs. Each of them had a bigger title than the one before it, and each one left me feeling unhappier and emptier within 90 days of getting there. But here's the thing. If you're a person who is constantly on the chase, looking for your next big thing, and you haven't found it yet, eventually, if you're in the unfulfilled, you're going to hit a wall and you're going to become the uninspired. It's not like, you know, that that first category is just for people working in, you know, fast food or serving jobs that they would really prefer not to be in. There are plenty of people walking around wearing the three-piece suit. And I can tell you this, I lived in New York through most of 2018. You would see them on the subway every morning. They're all wearing the same suit. They're all carrying the, the nice briefcase and they all look dead in the face. You know, if you go back and listen to the episode we did with uh, the stand-up comic, Paul Mercurio, he was one of those people, you know, working for this, you know, white shoe law firm. And yet there was just no passion about the work he was doing. And eventually he went down and became one of the uninspired. Now, he turned it around also. So if this really makes up 93% of the workforce, that we have the uninspired and unfulfilled, what is the un that we're striving to be? That is the unicorns. These are the people that are crystal clear on their life's calling, and their work every day is an extension of that, that the work that they add, the value that they add in the world is an extension of their heart. It allows them to share their positive energy, their creativity, their gifts, their compassion with the world, and they love what they do, but they still have time for fun and connection to the people that matter most. And that point is so important if you're truly going to be a unicorn because you're passionate about your work, but you still have balance. There are people who leave corporate America, they start an entrepreneurship doing work that they love, and then they get sucked down that rabbit hole of striving, 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 trying to prove to the world that they're enough, trying to prove the naysayers wrong, trying to prove to mom and dad that they're worthy of this success, whoever the person is that they're trying to prove themselves to, that you can actually create a soul-sucking dream job eventually. You know, it's great that you're lit up about your work, but there still needs to be that balance. You need time for connection to the people that you love. You need time for your health to take care of your body. You need time in your schedule for hobbies that light you up. And the unicorns, the true unicorns have really, really got that. So the question that I have for you today is where do you fit in on this scale? And you might be able to relate to all three on some level. Maybe there was a time when you got a job that you felt like a unicorn, but then you didn't set boundaries with the work and you feel distance from your family or from the people that you love. Then you became the unfulfilled and maybe that's been going on so long that eventually you just found yourself dreading each morning and waking up uninspired, you know, feeling anxious or depressed in the morning. We see a lot of those like physical and emotional health symptoms show up when you slip down into the categories of the uninspired. So here's the good news. None of these situations have to be a life sentence. We can begin to take our power back. We can get clear on what it is we're here to do. But the first question that we have to solve is how do you know for sure? How do you know that maybe you just haven't committed to self-care or that the career that you're in no longer serves you? Here are 10 telltale signs. A couple of these we have already covered. A, you're a person who wakes up 
dreading the day ahead. It's funny, I'm recording this episode on a Monday, and I had recently just put a post up on my Instagram account that is so typical, and I got so many DMs from people who resonated with this, that, you know, when you're in a job that you really hate, if you're really in the unfulfilled, you work all week, and then Friday night, you're too exhausted to actually go out. And then on Saturday, you got to catch up and do all the adulting tasks. You got to get your chores done. You got to get things done around the house. And then by the time Sunday comes around, you still don't have time for play because you're just pretty much miserable and pissed off that you got to go back into your job on Monday. If all that resonates for you, then it is absolutely time for you to make a change. The second key to let you know that it's time to leave a soul-sucking job is your health is suffering. And that goes for emotional and physical health. If you're suffering from depression and anxiety, again, I preface this by saying I am not a doctor. I'm not a licensed mental health counselor, but I've talked to enough people about this where we've got a lot of people in the country right now on antidepressants and anti-anxiety meds. And if you look at the stats, 80% of them still feel that way. Could there perhaps be a deeper root cause for the unhappiness? Let's take a look at what you're doing every day. Does that work really feel aligned? Is it the best of you? Do you have healthy boundaries? Are you a unicorn where you're doing work you love, but making time for the things and the people that you love? I've told you my story that it was pretty much I hit 38 years old and all of a sudden I was on cholesterol medication, blood pressure medication, and then I got wiped out with shingles. And I was going to like boot camp workout classes three times, four times a week. You know, I wasn't ripped, but I was in pretty decent shape. And then all of a sudden my health started to fall apart. And when I talked to my doctor about it, he said, well, what's your stress level like? And that's when it occurred to me, God, my body is trying to get my attention. So that is a huge sign that it's time for you to reassess and to leave a soul sucking job. Here are some other ones we haven't talked about yet today, though. Number three, Do most of your conversations revolve around how much you hate your job? (laughs) You know, a lot of people complain to me that their relationships are suffering when they come to me. But how much fun are you to be around? I used to have a roommate once who would come home from work every day and she would just drop the keys on the counter. And I would always hear like the just most depressing sigh ever. You know, it was it was like clockwork. 530. The door would open. Keys would drop. And I just hear. (laughs) And eventually, you know, you want to be a good friend and roommate and talk to the person and be like, hey, what's going on? Like everything okay?" But then there's also only so many times that you want to hear about how terrible somebody's work experience is before you start to take on that energy and you feel like crap when you're around them. If you notice that you're having that conversation a lot with people or that you've had it so much that you find people distance themselves from you, then it is time to step back and reassess and quit your soul-sucking job. Here is sign number four. The work that you're doing isn't even aligned with your skills or gifts. You're overqualified for the work that you do. You're getting the paycheck, but it's not really challenging. You know that you could be doing more. You feel like, you know, you're a widget, you know, sitting behind a keyboard, banging out the same reports. And this is worrisome for you also because it's a lot of those kind of jobs, the widgety sort of jobs that are going to be most at risk. 
in the age of artificial intelligence. We're already seeing this right now with H&R Block, you know, replacing some accountants with IBM's Watson. We've got robot baristas showing up in some places that are able to fulfill the drink orders 10 times faster than a human. By the way, I love my local baristas. I like that interaction with them in the morning when I go in to go get my tea. But those are the jobs that are at risk anyway. And if you don't really feel like what you're doing is the best representation of what you can offer the world, it's time to have a new discussion. Sign number five, that it's time to quit a soul-sucking job. There's no opportunity to advance. Have you gone as far as you can get in your current company? Have you been passed over for numerous promotions or maybe there is no level beyond where you're at except to take your boss's job, but you know your boss is like 10 to 15 years from retirement. You know, if you're not able to grow, eventually you're just going to feel like you're dying. And that's true for your career. That's true for your relationship or anywhere in life. But you've got to have the opportunity for growth. And if it's not there, it's time to leave your job. Number six, You work in a toxic work environment. Are people constantly backstabbing one another? Are people throwing each other under the bus to try to get ahead? Is there some Me Too stuff going on in your office? Do you not feel safe when you walk in every day? I know I'm talking about this as point number six, but it might as well be point number one. I mean, if you don't feel safe in your work environment, there's no chance. And there's no chance, by the way, that the company will survive. You know, employees have a basic need. Uh, to feel like they're looked out for at a company. And if they don't, those companies usually aren't long for the world. Point number seven, you can't speak up at your job. Every person should have the freedom to be themselves, to speak up, to voice an opinion respectfully, of course. I'm not telling you that you go in and emotionally vomit all over your boss in front of the staff at a meeting, but there should be times where your opinion is both asked for, that it's valued, that it's considered, and that it's respected. And if you can't speak up at your job, then we got to have a conversation about where else you could go to make your voice heard. And this brings us to point number eight, because sometimes we're in a job where we can't speak up, but what if the work doesn't speak to you? you. There's no meaning in what you do every day. You find yourself pushing forward people's agenda and helping some C-suite executives hit their goals financially, but you don't really feel aligned with the values of the company. You know, I remember that at my last corporate job, you know, being there on the job for about two months and I had to deliver an address to the president of the company when he came in to visit all about our division and, you know, all these things that we were doing and how we were really innovative and nimble and reacting to the environment. Except I had been on the job long enough to know that that was all total utter BS and none of it was true. So I'm going over the notes that my boss has given me. I'm like, I got to go up and sell a whole bunch of horse crap. Like, I don't recognize the company that's on the paper with the notes here, but this isn't the place I work. And as a result, I had to get up and feel like a paid liar when I was given the speech. I just didn't believe in the company values. We weren't really a good fit either way. They weren't a fit for me. I wasn't a fit for them. We parted ways. We moved on. Two more signs to know if it's time to leave a soul-sucking job. Number nine, the stress is hurting your relationships. We alluded to this earlier, like how much of your conversations in your life revolve around how much you hate your job, but are you too tired when you come home? 
you know, to sit at the dinner table and put on a smile and genuinely be engaged and take an interest with the people around you? Are you one of the people that's too tired on the weekend? You know, by the time you get your chores done that you have no energy left to go out and engage. I know that that was a big thing for a former client of mine who was in some digital marketing job at a huge agency in New York and completely burned out. She was living with her fiance, but that was pretty much the only relationship she had the time or the energy to maintain. And she, since then, is crushing it. She's left that job. She's back in grad school. She's actually studying to become a therapist and, you know, so proud of her. And just seeing even on Instagram the way her quality of life has changed lights me up. Um, But yes, you know, the quality of your life to a large degree is about the quality of relationships that you have. And if you look at your relationship as plants, if you don't have time to water and feed it, then they're going to die off. That just leads to isolation. So that is a bad road we don't want to go down. And finally, here is the final tip to let you know if it's time to leave your soul-sucking job. You're still listening to this episode of the podcast right now. (laughs) If you really loved what you were doing, you tuned this out in the first like three minutes. But you made it. You're here all the way to the end, and that should tell you something. So consider this, my blessing. Yes, you have my blessing to begin the conversation on creating a career that is amplified. And for me, it's the foundation of everything. When we talk about life amplified, we've talked about a lot of that. It's about health. It's about relationships. It's about time for hobbies and freedom of schedule. But if you don't love the work that you do, that's at the foundation of all that. It's where you spend the most time every day. So we have got to figure out how to get you refocused, figure out what your calling is moving forward, not just where you're getting your checks cashed, but where can you find your calling? And that, by the way, is why I'm doing a special online training March 4th called Your Amplified Career. This is a complimentary masterclass. And I'm really excited because I get to talk to you guys. You hear me coming through your smartphone or you hear me coming through your car speakers uh, when you tune in and give me this half hour every week. But this is a chance for us to really engage one-on-one. There is a, you know, you can get your webcam linked up. We'll be able to take questions. I'll be able to talk to you in real time. But I'm going to walk you through some really powerful questions to help you get clear on your life's calling. We're going to talk about some strategies that you can use to turn that into a paycheck without going broke. I'll give you case studies from some of my most successful clients. It's going to be an awesome night, and I hope that it sets you up. And this is such a great time with spring around the corner, right? When you just look you know, at the universe and you look at the way things work, spring is a time when new things bloom. The trees go bare all through the winter. And I know for a lot of my friends on the East Coast and really in the Midwest, it has been a brutal winter. But here is the chance now, sort of like clearing out space, everything dies off and new life is born in the spring. So what needs to die off metaphorically in your life? You know, have you been waiting for the approval of others before you made the change? Has it been the fear of failure that's holding you back? Has it just been procrastination? You know, that you have an idea of what you want to do, but you keep kicking the can down the road and telling yourself, oh, let me just save a couple more paychecks. I've had clients who've come to me like that and turned around and made massive progress quickly. So this is going to be an amazing training, March 4th. Just go to the link in the show notes. We'll get you all the info to get you registered. I can't wait to talk to you live coming up. Monday, March 4th. In the meantime, if you love the content that you're hearing, guys, it would mean the world to me if you would leave those five-star ratings and reviews here on iTunes or just give us a follow on the iHeartRadio app. And if you have any friends who are really struggling and feeling lost, could you please 
forward this to them. This podcast and some of the content that we've done could really just crack the door open for somebody to create some new possibilities for their life. So your support means the world to me. I want to get this out there. You know, my mission right now has grown. This is about reaching 100 million people and your help would mean the world to me. Thank you so much for taking the time to hang out. I love you for listening. Feel free to hit me up on social media. You can find me on Instagram at CSC Dan Mason, or you can always go to my Facebook page. Uh, We have a private group set up for listeners of the podcast. We'll link to that in the show notes as well. In the meantime, turn down the volume on your negativity, turn up the volume on your purpose so you can create a life amplified. I'll talk to you next week. You wouldn't expect to hear that we're America's third best city for beer like this one. Or home to vibes like this. And this. It might surprise you that we're top ten for immersive art that's like. Whoa. And. Hmm. Not to mention, we have one of the top zoos in the country. So can a city with the country's best pro soccer team, ranking as a top culinary destination in the world, be in your own backyard? Yes, Columbus. Plan your summer at experiencecolumbus.com slash summer. During the Right Rug Flooring Hello Summer Sale, you'll find savings throughout the store, all backed by the right price guarantee, including carpet with a lifetime stain warranty, only $159 installed with pad. That's right, $159 includes expert installation as soon as tomorrow. Visit rightrug.com, R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com to find a showroom near you or schedule a free in-home shopping appointment. Say hello to summer and save. Right Rug Flooring, right here, right now. Your credit card should match your lifestyle. At Kemba Financial Credit Union, choose a card with benefits that work for you. For a limited time, all cards have 2% cash back on purchases and 0% interest on balance transfers for a year. Apply at Kemba.org. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.